Welcome to another edition of Canton Bound, the NFL half of our Campus to Canton podcast. As always, I'm Colin, and Austin is away at an air quote work function, which is what he told me yesterday. Uh, when I pressed him on it, he's at the uh, Pitt UNC game. Uh, <laughs> don't know when that counted as a uh, as a work function, but here we are. Uh, so I am joined today by special guest Kevin Coleman at DeBoy underscore 22, uh, featured Debbie writer for Fantasy Pros, co-host of the Devi Royale, co-host of Super FF Bros, co-owner of the Triple Play Fantasy, and most importantly, writer and contributor at Campus2Canton.com. And just all around great guy, one of the best guys in the industry here. Kevin, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing good, man. I'm glad I got invited to this prestigious show. Uh, you know, I've been waiting for it and I just have not I have not gotten there. But I'm glad I'm with you, not Austin, right? Like I feel like this is a good this is a good show to show to be on. So I appreciate you guys inviting me on. Of course, man. We got we got gotta give you the call up. You know, I feel like <laughs> you're featured Debbie writer at Fantasy Pros now. You know, I think it's uh I think it's time we you know, we got you on here. You've you've earned your stripes. I, yeah, I appreciate or, that. Or, I need a blue that. check mark. Yeah, hey, yeah. Blue check mark <laughs> deserves at least one one hour show on, on the Campus the Can uh, podcast. Um, all right. Well, we're we're gonna talk some uh, talk some news first here. Um, but before we get into that, week nine in the books. You are a Cowboys fan, right? Yes. Yeah. No, a big Cowboy fan. Uh, and uh, we. I don't want to talk about last week though. I hope we're not going there. No, no, no. I wasn't. Um, I was listening to uh, the Super FF Bros uh, earlier today. Yes. I won't make. I, I won't do what your co-host on there did to you. But <laughs> in fairness, he's a Broncos fan, so I, I get why he did it. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, it was a. Outside of that, it was a. Uh, it was a tough week. It was a weird week. I feel like some random people just kind of popped off, and then you had some of the studs disappoint. Yeah. A lot of injuries. Um, I think we got a lot of that behind us, though, here this week. Um, but we'll uh, we'll dive into the news here. But first, before we do that, this prod podcast is part of the Fantasy Points Media Group, along with a ton of other great pods, including the True North Fantasy Podcast, the Play to Win Podcast, Dynasty Happy Hour, Injury Prone Podcast with Dr. Edmund Porras, Dynasty Vipers, The Smoke Show, the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show, and the Fantasy Points Podcast. You can follow all of them on Twitter at Fantasy Points Live or check out the Friday drops at Recap the Week in the Fantasy Points Media Group. Um, so I feel like we got to start with the with the Odell Beckham news, right? I, I, Dave, it's hot off the off the ticker. We might as well grow and talk about it. I, 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 I'm going to might disappoint you. OBJ, I'm kind of OBJ'd <laughs> out. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm a little OBJ'd out. I'm tired of it. I, I, I totally get that. Uh, I know this on the uh, the Super FF Bros show, you were talking about the Chiefs. So that way you could just sell him, wipe your hand, <laughs> and be done with it, right? I wanted to, yes. Uh, I, I've already put him on the block in two of the leagues that I'm in. I've not gotten any offers yet, so I have not I have not received anything yet. Okay, well, and that and that was after the Rams news here? Yes, that was after the Rams okay. news. But, I, you know, I, historically a couple of these leagues are a little slow, so I'm hoping yeah. that they wake up and they, they decide, hey, but I'm going to give up a first for OBJ. There we go. Okay. Uh, with the Rams here, do you think that that's a, a good landing spot for him? I know there were uh, the Packers were pretty heavily rumored there. The Saints, um, I mean, he's a New Orleans guy. He's a Louisiana guy. That was rumored pretty heavily. You know, the Patriots were involved. Um, out of all the landing spots here, how are you feeling about the Rams? 
you know, I think it's okay. So, like, when you're looking at kind of what he runs, and and this is according to PFF, I looked at it earlier, like how he stacks up with targets per route run with his other guys he's in there. You know, Cooper's at right now 30%, so 331 routes, and Robert Woods is at 20%. So Odell Beckham's at 19%, given it's only 173 routes. So he does fit actually right in there with kind of like that third wide receiver in there. So I do think that this definitely kills Van Jefferson's um, – value right now i think that's an easy thing to say i do think that van jefferson is still going to get targets but you know it's okay you know i think it depends on how how they move that ball around there i still think he's the third option on this roster so he went from being the one number one option on the browns and then now he's the third option on the on the rams and i know the the offense is probably better and i know the quarterback might be better but i don't think it's like wow like i don't think it doesn't give me like a wide receiver one or two upside i know some people will say that i think hey he's a wide receiver three and he might have a game where he has this but i don't know if he's going to be consistent enough to be a startable every week yeah I, i'm right there with you I, I think that this is a situation where he's flex worthy at best um yeah. you know on a week-to-week basis you know he, he might pop off he, he's probably going to drop a 25 point game sometime this week he he'll go off for like eight for 102 or something like that um and then i get everybody excited he may even do that next week i don't know you know just just to get everybody real excited and then just kind of be the third option there um signing with the rams here uh, does that impact Cooper Cup at all for you? I mean, I know he's Stafford's boy, really. You know, he's clicked there very well. He's having a career year. Uh, but this is a, an established option here in this offense. Uh, you know, to me, it doesn't, it doesn't really upset Cooper. I think Robert Woods might take a hit. Robert Woods has already kind of taken a hit yeah. uh, this season. And so now you're going to add OBJ to the mix. They're probably, like you said, they're going to get him targets. They're going to, especially early on, because that's what teams do. Uh, so I could see it maybe hurting Woods a little bit. I don't know necessarily think it's going to hurt them a ton just because I think that offense is going to be very pass friendly. And I think that they're just going to move the ball up and down the field. Uh, I know they didn't look great last game, but no one did. Like we talked about week nine, it was a weird, uh, weird game. So like I can see them kind of moving the ball a little bit. I think it doesn't hurt cup. I think it hurts woods more than anybody. If I, if I had to like pick a guy that like, man, that might, might go there. Cause that target share is going to be very close. Uh, but again, it could help Cub if we're, if we're realistically thinking about this. OBJ still has a name. I don't necessarily know like what he has left, but defense has now got a really – Van Jefferson wasn't really necessarily a name that they were worried, worried about, and then Deshaun left as well. So now you have OBJ out there. If OBJ does do well maybe the first game, it's going to open up defenses, and it's going to be hard to guard those guys. And if Cooper Cup can get a lot of one-on-one scenarios, especially in the slot, now we're talking about like, man, maybe he can be even better, which is crazy to think about as a top-five wide receiver already. Yeah, I mean, he's having a phenomenal year this year. Um, it's crazy to think that he could potentially be even better, but I, I definitely don't disagree with that at all. You know, it, it's going to open up his area of the field a lot more, and and Stafford's just been peppering him with targets. You know, he's earned yeah. Stafford's trust. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's the one guy I missed on this year. I don't have him really in dynasty leagues. I don't play in any redraft leagues, but in dynasty leagues, I never really got him. And the reason why is because. I hate Jared Goff. Uh, I hate Jared Goff. I've hated Jared Goff forever. Uh, and so, like, it sucks because, you know, Dynasty, it's so quick. Like, I didn't have any Rams because, well, besides Akers, unfortunately, and Henderson. I didn't have any Rams because I hated Goff, and I always felt like that he was a hindrance to that team. And then they switched teams, and it really hurt me because I had a lot of Lions, like Galladay, but he's gone, and I had <laughs> Hawkinson, you know, and I got all these guys. I'm like, damn it, I got Goff again in my nightmares. So, like <laughs> – I did miss on Cub. I don't have him, but you know, I, I do think that it, you could sell high, and I do, I do think that there's a realistic thing. Like I know you keep 
guys like that to score points on your team. And I understand that, but you know, if you could get a couple assets for, for a guy like cup and, and still be there, especially the wide receiver position, look how volatile it is every year. It's very deep. Like if you can move him for a running back, maybe a top guy or maybe a top 10 guy, a younger guy, like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate that move. Yeah, I'm I'm completely with you. I, I have uh, Cooper Cup in one particular place where I got ravaged by injuries. I, was, yeah. I thought I was going to be competing. Got ravaged by injuries. I had uh, Acres go down. I had Dobbins go down. Yeah. Kittle was out for a while. I had Deshaun Watson as a quarterback in that one. So it's kind of like a retool year for so for me in that one. So yeah, I'm I'm absolutely with you. If you're not competing this year this is probably the highest cooper cup's value is ever going to get now next year he's probably going to put up really solid numbers he's going to be a back-end wide receiver one again next year most likely even with the volatility i think you know that wide receiver 10 to 12 range is very safe for him but he's producing like a top five wide receiver top three wide receiver right now if you can get that kind of a value for him I'd, i'd move him yeah, I think you have to. You just got to be consistent, right? And I, I, I think that you can build your dynasty teams through wide receivers. And we'll talk about mm-hmm. this later. I don't even know why we're talking about it now. But just the <laughs> idea of, like, you can move your guys through wide receivers, yes. Uh, but Cup's not someone that, like, I would build through. Like, if right. that makes sense for rebuilding, I would try to get younger and rebuild a little bit differently. Uh, but, no, I, I agree. I think those are guys that you, you've got to try to move. Uh, and you can you can pick up some guys like CD Lamb. I think is a realistic option here. You get CD plus something, and I know I'm a Dallas fan, but just knowing that like I can build through CD, some guy might like Cup a little bit more because he's going to score more this year. CD's kind of being inconsistent. Hey, why don't you go take a shot on that and see what you can yeah. get? Absolutely. I mean, I among my rankings at the site, I have CD ahead of ahead of Cup, so I would probably even take that straight up. Uh, depending on what my team situation is, but you don't have to, you know, you would get, I think you would get more for cup than just CD. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. I think that's, and you just kind of, you capitalize on it and Hey, if you get CD, you get CD. That's my guy. Exactly. Um, so other injury news here, Sam Darnold, uh, two IR out four to six weeks with a fractured scapula, uh, breaking news today. Cam Newton did sign with the Panthers. Um, so now we have a, uh, a quarterback battle here between PJ Walker and Cam Newton. How are we feeling about DJ Moore here with those options? You just gotta hope that he hits, right? <laughs> like that he just throws them like, you know, yep. just, just, just throw them to DJ. It doesn't matter what you do. Uh, I talked about it last night with Nick and, uh, on, on our show. And, uh, I was just like, Hey, I love PJ Walker in XFL. I don't love PJ Walker in NFL. There's a very different, yes. like I used to love the XFLs there. I think Cam's a realistic like option at that, at that position. Like, I'm not going to say he's a top guy. I'm not going to say he's QB two worthy yet, but you just got to hope they pepper him there. And I think it helps CMC. Cause I think CMC is going to get a ton of usage. And so if you have CMC and you hold out and he's been healthy, I, I love that about him, but this hurts everybody else. My guy, Terrace Marshall, man, he's not going to see the field. Then you have God, Robbie Anderson. Like oh, I, that one I just, hurts. I, and I don't know. I don't know what to expect with this offense, to be honest with you. Like I'm starting more in, in CMC and that's pretty much it. And you're just hoping that they get the uses and the targets. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like you said, CMC probably uh, increases some usage here. He's very safe. Uh, assuming that hamstring injury is behind him, you know, I think you trot him out there as yeah. probably VRB one now moving forward with Derrick Henry out or, or, you know, at least a top three to five option on a weekly basis. Um, DJ Moore definitely taking probably a little bit more of a hit. We'll have to see how that shakes out. Um, he's been having a great year though. So I'm probably trotting him out there. Um, PJ Walker, 
Cam Newton. I know you said you're not really putting them either of them at the uh, QB two spot here just yet. I mean, if you have to trot one of them out there, you probably feel like your season's in some trouble. I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're if you're reaching for, P- I, I saw PJ Walker going for a league, and this guy he has some quarterback issues. I, I get it, but I think it was it's a thousand dollar fab for the whole uh, for the whole season. I think he spent like eight hundred dollars on PJ Walker. That's gonna hurt, especially after the Newton news came out. Like, I just realistically, like, what are you expecting? Like, Walker was three for fifteen for like forty-four yards, or not even forty-four. I think fifteen yards, something weird, something in that category. The first game he came out there, you can't, you can't realistically rely on him. Like, you might no. as well, if, if if it was me, even in Superflex, you might think about starting a positional player at that spot because they may have a safer floor, especially with Newton being there. I don't think Newton plays this week. Uh, but I don't know, maybe he does. Uh, I don't know how that works in terms of COVID and, and what they have to do there. Uh, but yeah, Cam, maybe if you, if he scores rushing touchdowns, right? Like if, if he has that upside later in the season, but I'd be more comfortable having Cam in my roster than probably PJ. Yeah, completely agree there. Um, so Sam Darnold started off the year real hot here and then yeah. faded hard here down the stretch with this injury here. Uh, what's the future looking like for Darnold for you? Yeah, this hurts because I love Darnold uh, and I thought he was playing well at the beginning of the year. But, you know, what really happens that CMC injury kind of that really that really threw some things to them. They needed him. And, and, and Darnold's only as good as the weapons around him. And without him, I think that really hurt uh, as far as his dynasty outlook goes. I don't know. Like we're going to talk about free agents later. I, you know, there's a lot of quarterback teams that need quarterbacks next year. And realistically, you could count probably 12, 12 teams that net probably might need a quarterback or are going to move quarterbacks or move around. And we both know being in Debbie, the, the quarterback class coming is not special. Uh, not a lot of top guys. And you're, you're going to take a shot on, you know, who like Ritter, okay you know are you gonna draft Ritter and be like hey I'm gonna take him as far as that or if Darnold's still out there you know he's that bridge guy is there I think Darnold's a backup right now in terms of value uh and and you kind of have to just hope that if he lands somewhere else that's fine I think his time in Carolina might be done I know they picked up his option so maybe they don't maybe they just bring him back kind of a la like Denver this year with Drew Locke and and Teddy and they look for something there. So I could see that maybe competing in the in the offseason or in, in camps. But, you know, this is where also you have to be careful in Dynasty. Like, I love Darnold. But also, I so I have some Darnold on my rosters. But I got offered Waller for Darnold in a in a 12-team league. And I accepted yep. it. Smash. Like, four weeks ago or five, whatever it was. And you can't let your, like, takes blind you to value. So you have to be very careful there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree. That's, that's a great example of that too. I mean, he started off hot and even with how hot he was, you know, even if it's a, not a tight end premium, I'm assuming it was that tight end premium. No, it was just a regular, regular, okay. regular, uh, regularly. But I, the way I looked at it is Waller's a top five dynasty asset. Yeah. Darnold's a, at that point he was like a QB two, And I already had, I had fields and I had Tannehill and Wentz and another guy. And I felt like, Hey, you know what? I'll just take, I'll take Waller. Cause I think he has more value, a whole more value. And you just got to move them. And that, that you got to be careful with take locks. That That's how you get stuck with Keaton Slovis everywhere. If you, if you get, <laughs> if you get stuck with that kind of stuff. Speaking from experience on that one. No, hell no. I, I've never been no. a Slovis guy. I, I, I don't have any Slovis on any roster of mine. Yeah. I, I know you were, uh, you were on the dart train there as well. Right. I've been on the dart train for a while. I was just on the anything but Slovis train. So it, as, as soon as I saw dart, I'm like, yeah, he's talented. He's way more talented than Slovis. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I agree with you there for Darnold. I think this kind of has him going the way of an Andy Dalton, where he's just kind oh, of yeah, going to bounce fair. around and be a bridge guy or a Teddy Bridgewater. You know, he'll bounce around. He's he's a startable guy for an NFL team. You know, it, if you're in a desperate pinch, you could probably use him as a QB too. But I think his days of ever being a consistent fantasy option are behind us at this point. Yeah, I, I, you know, he's still young. He's gonna find something. Like he'll 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 bounce around a little bit, but that's not more than like you know. We can't be like, yeah, QB one, QB two. I was never there, and, and I even prefaced all my Darnold stuff with like, hey, he's got to prove it, and he didn't prove it. So okay, let's right. move on. But I mean, Trubisky's still out there. There's guys still out there that Darnold reminds me of, and so he'll find a backup role. Yeah, yeah, he'll find a role somewhere. Um, other news here, and uh, we got the Dalvin Cook lawsuit that kind of broke here earlier in the week. There's a lot of gray area around this one here. Um, it's a lot of he said, she said at this point. Uh, Dalvin Cook came out and accused um, an ex-girlfriend of assault. She accused him of assault. It's, you know, there's a break-in and a burglary. We don't really know what's going on with this one. I, I'm, I'm not an attorney. Austin is our, our resident legal expert <laughs> on the show and he is not here. I think this is a situation where you just don't react right now until yeah. we know more. Is that about, uh, does that sum it up how, how you think as well? Yeah. You, I mean, what are you going to do? I think at this point, if you have cook and I don't have any cook, which is funny because I just don't have him. Um, yeah. If you had him in dynasty, I mean, what can you do? He'll play probably yeah. like, I don't see how he doesn't play this year. Uh, but this does hurt too. Cause I'm sure there's some Dalvin cook owners that were expecting like, Hey, I'm going to go for it this year. And I'm going to try to offload him in the off season. Cause it's about time. That age cliff is coming. This severely does, does hurt that a little bit. Uh, but I will say, I mean, there's a market for him out there still. I mean, I, I looked before the show cause I wanted to be good for you since you invited me on. And <laughs> I looked you. at a uh, dynasty league, uh, DLF has a trade calculator, a trade finder for all their leagues. And so Dalvin Cook got traded with Adam Thielen for Saquon Barkley and Robert Woods yesterday. Wow. So it's there. It, Barkley's been hurt in his area. So, like, realistically, you could pair Cook with something and try to get one of those guys. Not saying they would do it in the league, but he also got paired with Pittman to get Javante Williams, Cortland Sutton, and a first. And okay. that was two days ago. So realistically, we're thinking that's, you know, the news is probably out. And so there's still a market for him. So if you want to try to get out of that, you probably can. Uh, but you're going to have to pair it with something and, and try to get out of that deal. Right. Yeah, I completely agree. I, actually, I don't have Cook anywhere either, actually, just because that wasn't the way it shook out for me. In a lot of my dynasty leagues, I was on the Mixon train. Um, so I took ah. Mixon over Cook in, in most situations there. Um, so I, And then at that point, it was kind of too late to trade for him because um, he blew up pretty early. But with uh, Alexander Madison has been pretty good in some spot stretch spot starts for him here. Um, I, I don't, I don't think he, I don't think cook leaves the, the field at all. I think he plays, but are you floating some offers out there for Madison just in case? No, I'm floating offers out there for my guy, Kene uh, Nwangu. Uh, okay. That's my guy. I talked about him preseason about like just how good he was. He was at Iowa state, but he tore his Achilles. And so we, oh, well, you probably know you're, you're smart, but yeah, he tore his Achilles. Uh, and then he played, <laughs> behind, you have to assume I'm smart. <laughs> he, he, uh, he played behind uh, Montgomery and Brees and he just really couldn't see the field, but he's, he's super talented. He ran a four, two, nine at the, at his, at his pro day, which I know that's not real. Everybody was running like a four, two at their pro days last year, <laughs> but he's super athletic. You saw him run that kickoff back. Like he's super cheap. 
too. Like he's not like somebody out there. Like he recently just went for two thirds. I mean, if you want to try to maybe grab the train and, and stash a guy like that, especially for 2022 thirds, which I think are going to be asked. Like, I don't yeah. know how, where the talent's going to be in that third round. It's probably going to be wide receivers anyway, not, not running backs. So if you want to take a shot on this kid, I think he's uber athletic. I wrote about him. Um, he was really, really highly touted coming out of high school where he had different offers. He just, he just chose to go to Iowa State. But he was very good in high school, and that's really where we have from because of the injuries. So I would take a dart throw at him. That's the guy that I, I would realistically maybe go after. Okay. And, and then I'm not even going to try to pronounce that name, but – um, it's first name starts with a K, last name starts with an N. Kanae, I, I believe 100%. I think it's Kanae Nwangnu. There Wong. we go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm notorious for butchering names on here, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try. <laughs> um, but uh, other news here, we got we got two more news items. Uh, Russell Wilson's cleared for uh, his return. Uh, is supposed to be starting this week. Everything's looking good for that. Coming back from that injury here, it's, it wasn't anything that was debilitating he was out for what i think three weeks four weeks four weeks i think four yeah. weeks um and it, yeah so it's, it's nothing big here but is there any hesitation for you starting him the rest of the season this year or is it just back to normal i'm gonna play him i mean i think realistically when you watch what he did this season i mean he was a quarterback one before he got hurt yeah. i think people you know that i mean russell's gonna be fine i think realistically you could see him going somewhere else next year uh to be honest i don't know if the seahawks is where he wants to be right now but before he got injured in the Rams in those first four games, he was averaging like 23.3 points for fantasy per game. So like he's in there, I'm going to start him. And then you just have to hope that, that they down the stretch, they're going to go, they're going to get in some negative game scripts. Cause that defense is awful. Uh, and so give me, give me that. And you know, he, he's the, that, that division is pretty tough, but if you look at his, his schedule, he Detroit in the championship game of fantasy week 17. So if he's still starting there, he gets That's Detroit. Juicy. That's juicy. Uh, Chicago week 16, that defense hasn't been amazing. So you realistically see it there and it does play the Rams in the playoffs that that'll be a tough one, but he's got Houston in week 14 and San Francisco week 13, Washington week 12. Like he's got some juicy matchups and you're like, Hey, if we can play him and start him there, uh, I'm going to start him. I will say Russell is someone that I've been using to get Trey Lance. So I actually traded okay. Russell and a rebuilding team for Trey Lance and a first. Uh, and so I, that's kind of how I've been kind of approaching Russell. If you're competing, you start him. If you're rebuilding, I think he, this is a good opportunity to go get one of those young guys and, and trade for those guys. Yeah. And it was just a finger injury too. So, you know, yeah. like I said, I don't think it's any, anything serious. So if you're competing, I'm right there with you. I think it's wheels up for him, but uh, interesting, uh, it, it, trading him off for, for Lance. Um, do you have any example of that deal? uh what do you mean the the move you made for Lance? did you trade him for lance yeah no i did it i did it okay. i did it in a league so i traded uh i traded russ for lance in a 2022 first um back to a guy that was competing and okay. literally it was like his fourth quarterback and he needed a quarterback he had an unstable quarterback position i did it two weeks ago and he knew he was gonna be coming back right uh, so and i believe in lance i've always believed in lance he was my qb2 coming into this year uh, I'm a big fan of his, but if you can get one of those guys, like I, I, I target Lance and Fields right now. Lawrence still is his value doesn't entice me at all. People still think Lawrence is Lawrence, which is fine. Uh, but if you can get Lance right now, Fields had a good game, unfortunately for us. That was trying to get him last week before last week. I, I think he's going to be fine too. Lance is the guy that I think you can target right now because I think people are down on him. It's weird. I don't know why people don't like Lance, but uh, I, I think that right now you can go get him, and that's a good quarterback to build around in Dynasty. 
Yeah. And and that's especially super flex that this was yeah. a, this was a good class to try and build around the quarterbacks. Uh, last don't, bit don't of news. Don't do it in 22. Don't do it in 2022. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't do it in 2022. I don't even know if I do it in 2023 either. That's fair. That's it's, a fair. That's a fair answer. It's we'll we'll see how that one shakes out, but it's not looking as promising either. Not nearly as promising as it was. Yeah. Uh, we last bit of news. We got David Montgomery is set to come off of IR this week. Uh, I haven't heard yet whether he is going to play. Uh, he's just been activated at this point. Um, he was having a good year before he got hurt there, but Khalil Herbert has stepped in and looked very good here as well. What do we think that backfield looks like here the rest of the season? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I mean, Montgomery came back against Pitt, uh, and he did have 13 carries, and and you saw what he did there. I, I I've never been a Herbert guy. I know I got Bruning uh, is a Herbert guy. He mm. talked about him a little bit. I, I think Herbert's fine. I just think Montgomery is much better. Uh, I so I still think that Montgomery is going to get the. I think he'll get like 18 to 22 carries, and so you're hoping that he can score a touchdown. Uh, and there, I don't know if he's going to get the receiving work as much, but they're trying to figure out that offense together and fields look good with him out there. So I think that realistically, I want Monty right now. I think his price is pretty good. And I think he's a running back too. So you hope that he can just give you running back two numbers and that's realistically what you're looking for. Yeah, it's, I think his price has definitely come down from where it was oh, yeah. um, this off season. I mean, he was kind of going, there was like that, that, tier of running backs that you feel really good you felt really good about i mean there's the established guys you know henry jones um guys like that barkley cmc then you had the guys the younger that were coming up that you felt good about swift taylor dobbins acres and then you know he was kind of right in that bunch like right yeah. after that he was hanging out in that like rb 15 range and that was just a little bit too high for me uh, i think he's more like in the rb 20 range for me so i think his price has come down so this is a good time to to you know, maybe pounce and see if 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 you can get somebody who's a little bit worried about Herbert and him and how that's going to shake out moving forward. Yeah, I, I think I mean I don't agree that he's running back twenty. I think you're being very mean to him there, Colin. Uh, <laughs> I do think that he's like running back. Like I think he could be a running back two, like high end. Like I do think he could put okay. up some running back one numbers. That offense has just been so damn terrible that it's hard to like quantify what he is but it's crazy to think about that class so i mean we we drafted those classes i think is he the best running back of that class between him miles and josh jacobs i mean that was the hot debate right yeah i mean i think i think he has to be at this point you have to consider him the best (laughs) yeah i mean we'll see what happens with jacobs getting like a new uh a new coach here you know hopefully after after this year with gruden gone um we'll see how that one shakes out but sanders has not lived up to to what we expect him to what i expect him to be i mean i'm Penn State fan, you know, I thought, I thought he was going to be Barkley Light. Did not happen. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no. I, you know, to me, it's just that system. I do yeah. think he's he's he could do something. But if you're giving Jordan Howard 17 carries, but you're not giving Miles Sanders like 12, that's a problem. I don't know what yeah. the hell is going on. I don't either. Uh, and I did. I just pulled up my rankings. I do have David Montgomery right at RB twenty, right ahead of Jacobs at twenty one and Sanders at twenty two. Okay, that's that's disrespectful, but I, I, it's all right. <laughs> I understand. I mean, I get it. I understand. He's got he's got to score touchdowns, and right. he could do what he did last year. Though. Remember how he went off in that stretch and he yeah. just t- tore it up? Like we realized you could see that after the bye week. Right. I have um, Zeke was just ahead of him, and Javante Williams just ahead of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I like Zeke. I think Zeke's good. Uh, Javante the stud. I love Javante. Yeah. yeah, I was probably a little bit too low on Javante. I should probably even 
I mean, he's looked good in, in limited work. He's extremely yeah. efficient. So he's a guy that I should probably look to move up my rankings here soon, to be honest with you. He's a guy that I'm targeting if I can. Yeah, no, I, Javante, same with him was like, hey, can you get a new coach, right? They're going to probably yeah. get a new coach. I mean, that winning as the Cowboys look good, but they seem to be just kind of getting rid of the guys there and kind of probably setting for a reload. So if you if you get a new coach in there that maybe uses him in the passing game a little bit more and you're going to see the receptions, get rid of Gordon, uh, Javante's that type of guy you can lean on for the next two years in a dynasty league. But I will only lean on him for two years. Like, yeah. I lean on my running backs for two years in dynasty. That's it. And I get out a year early, I don't care. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think – Two, I, I usually go two to three years. Um, depends on you know where they were taken in the draft. If they're a guy who was in the first round, I think they're usually good to play out that contract. Um, so I'll probably wait three years for guys like that. Mm-hmm. But second rounder, probably more closer to two. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Melvin Gordon, soon to be free agent, we got uh, we got some way too early free agency preview here. Uh, I like to look at these free agents around this time of year because this is the time of year where you're figuring out okay am i a contender am i making the push this year or is this a year where i need to step back i need to either retool my roster or rebuild it and if you're waiting until the you know till the playoffs till after the fantasy season to start looking at who's going to be a free agent i think you're a little bit too late everybody's kind of looking at that so I like to start looking now and start to plan, you know, some guys that I'm going to target here. So uh, we have a a list of some, some guys on here. We're not going to go through all of them. Um, We just kind of have some of the relevant guys listed here. Quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, Taysom Hill, Andy Dalton, Tyrod Taylor, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Teddy Bridgewater, Mitchell Trubisky, Jamison Williams, Jacoby Brissett. So a real murderer's row here uh, of quarterback free agents. Uh, are there any guys here that are really sticking out to you as somebody that you're looking to target at all? Well, hold on. I, did you say Jamison Williams or Jamison Winston? Because I feel James, like you said I feel like I you said Jamison Williams. And I, I was like, Jamison Debbie, Williams. Debbie's on uh, my boy Colin's <laughs> mind right now, and I'm like, oh man, poor <laughs> Debbie always on the mind. Jamis Winston. My apologies. Yeah, you know, when I'm looking at this list, all I want to do is throw up in my mouth a little bit. Uh, I think Ben's done. Right. Yeah. So we can kind yeah. of get rid of Ben Taysom. I don't know what that is. And he's not getting another shot. So like, if you look at those dudes, I heard some rumors that Mitchell Trubisky might be um, looked at for teams to maybe come in and compete. But realistically, when you're going through it, like who is he going to compete with? So I don't, yeah, this is, this is pretty bad. I, I, I wasn't, I was looking is Drew Locke not a free agent? Is Drew Locke a free agent? Or is he? I still... don't think yet. I think, uh, I think next year will be his last year under okay. contract. I wish he was because I really want him to get another shot somewhere. Uh, you know, to me, this list is what can Jameis be? He he was kind of up in the air, like towards the, in the middle of the year. And then he obviously got hurt. Like he had some games where you're like, hey, he can do that. I don't know if the Saints bring him back. The Saints uh, sent their scouts to that Malik Willis game. And so I think the Saints going to be in the market for a quarterback, whether that be through, you know, maybe a trade, uh, whatever, or through the draft. But, you know, I think that these teams, like when you look at the teams out there right now, like Atlanta, are they going to bring back Matt Ryan? I know he's under contract. I don't know. Carolina, uh, when you go through them, you know, we know that Denver is going to be out there, Houston, Detroit, and they're probably going to have top picks. But, you know, I don't know where they go. The interesting guy for me is Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's old. He's 30. He's got to be 39. I think he's 38, 39. Yeah. 
could he come back and maybe do that Phil thing again, like with Washington? And Washington's another example. They're going to have to get a quarterback too. So none of these guys move the needle for me, but Jameis would be the only one I think that holds value. Uh, Jacoby's really bad if you've watched him at all. <laughs> Teddy is interesting because he's been a bridge guy, I feel like, forever. Like I feel like someone will kick the tires on that again, right? Like And just say, hey, he's, he's going to be coming in competing with maybe the rookie we draft. I can see a lot of teams doing that this year, drafting one of these guys in the second or third round. Like Maybe they get strong uh, late first. I got to stay on brand with that one. And then, like, <laughs> then they bring in Teddy and say, hey, we're going to have you guys compete. Like There could be some, some kind of you know combinations of that. Yeah, uh, I think the only guy on this list that interests me is Trubisky. Um, you brought him mm-hmm. up. There's kind of some some rumors out there that you know some teams may be looking at, at him to bring him in. Um, I think that we're kind of seeing with Chicago right now that Matt Nagy's just not it. Um, so you know how much of what happened in Chicago with Trubisky is on him? How much of it is on Matt Nagy? I, I think either way, he's probably the maybe Fitzpatrick we'll see, but I think he has the best shot to come in and start mm-hmm. and look at a starting role. And he brings the, the, you know, value with his legs as well. So from a fantasy perspective, he's definitely the guy that's most intriguing to me on this list. Yeah, probably. I, Trubisky's weird. Uh, you know, watching him where he came from and when he got drafted, I think one thing you could, I guess you could say for him is, that bears offense is ass, right? We know that yeah. now, like there's, there was something wrong with that offense and, and Nagy definitely has not done a great job there. And everybody kind of pushed the blame on Trubisky either fairly or unfairly, probably more 70, 30 Nagy now. So maybe <laughs> he does get a shot playing with the bills, playing in that offense with the ball. Like those things are good for him. So maybe he's going to have that shot. I think he gets a shot. I think he has yep. to, I think he's too young for that. So uh, he would be the, yeah, yeah. to me, it's him or Winston. It can, can Winston come back from that debit, that bad injury. He, I think he tore his ACL and his MCL. Uh, and can he come back? Who, who's going to give those guys a shot? I think that's the, that's the key kicker there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Those, those are definitely the two names that stick out to me, but not a whole lot else there. Um, I think the big position this off season is going to be the wide receivers. We have yeah. some pretty big names here. Uh, that could be moving teams. We got some guys who were tagged, uh, you know, so they're playing on a one-year deal this year. Um, Chris Godwin, Devontae Adams, Allen Robinson, Juju Smith-Schuster, Mike Williams, Antonio Brown, Cortland Sutton, Christian Kirk, DJ Chark, T.Y. Hilton, Michael Gallup, Will Fuller, Jamison Crowder, all guys who are going to be free agents here, all guys who are are pretty fantasy relevant. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you have some other guys a little bit further down the list, like Zach Pascal, Tim Patrick, who maybe could shake <laughs> out something. But I mean, this is a, this is a solid list of guys here at the wide receiver position. Um, you know, uh, the big question here is which guys get re-signed, which guys end up in FA. I mean, that's always one of the big questions with free agents here. But um, you know, take take it away here on on any of these guys that you, that you're really that strike strike you here. Oh, it's Devontae, right? I think it has to be. Like, I don't think he's coming back to the Green Bay. I think that that contract situation was – he was he's pissed about that, and, and he should be. He should get paid for what, for what he's worth. Uh, and where is he going to go? Especially if, you know, especially if Rodgers leaves, which I think he's going to leave too, especially with that. I wouldn't shock me to see Rodgers retire uh, just based on the vaccine thing based on how he is kind of and what, how he represents himself a little bit, it might be just time for him. He might just say, Hey, I'm going to go hang out with my girlfriend and go to Hawaii. Like I do. And just, <laughs> and just do that. Right. And then, so you're looking at Adams, he's going to leave. Now, 
where does Adams go? Shit, he could go anywhere. I mean, anybody's going to open the door for him and, and kind of and anybody that needs a wide receiver one that has a cap room. I know you put down the cap room uh, kind of thing, and I think it can be manipulated. But could you imagine the Chargers going after him? Yeah, that would be – I mean, they got him. They got Keenan Allen. Because um, I don't know if Mike's coming back. I know we talked about Mike yeah. Williams. I don't know if they're going to open up the truck for him. Like, I, I don't think they will give that money. They've seen him. Uh, imagine Devontae Adams with, with Keenan Allen, and then they bring in somebody else, like a slot guy or somebody else in the draft. Uh, I'm trying. Imagine if they brought in like uh, Ania Smith or yeah. Wondell Robinson, those type of guys, and then they say, "Hey, we're gonna have Devontae and Allen on the outside. Give me a couple slot guys with Guyton in the middle." Uh, or that could be a realistic offense, and I would love to see Devontae go to the Chargers. That would really open up Herbert there too, as well. I yes. mean, that gives him. You know, uh, that gives him a better version of Mike Williams. And, and we saw what yeah. Mike Williams did to start the year here in that offense. Um, you know, I, I have the, the projected cap space. Um, the Chargers are second with 78.7 mil in projected cap space. Now, you know, we hear people say the salary cap is kind of a myth. Obviously, these guys are going to have to re-sign some players here and there. But it's looking like the Chargers are going to have uh, the cap room to, to go after a big name and, and Devonte definitely the most intriguing guy on the list here. Um, a guy I want to get your opinion on here because this guy I have a soft spot in my heart for, but a guy who's just really disappointed here this year and his value has really started to tank. And that's Allen Robinson. Um, you know, I, I thought he was going to be, I thought wheels up this year with fields. was going to be the best quarterback he's ever played with in his career. And it just has not really shaken out like we thought it would here. Um, are we thinking he leaves? Oh yeah. He's gone. He's, he hates that team. You could tell like, and I will say this, like I like Allen Robinson. I really think he's been unprofessional this year. And th listen, I'm a fat ass guy sits on a couch. Like <laughs> I'm not saying like, like I hate when people do that. Like they question someone's athleticism or whatever. I'm not in his shoes, but like when you watch him play, he definitely is not playing to a hundred percent. And I don't know if you can blame him. He should be professional on that, but he has not done what he's needed to do to really show out. I mean, he had a good catch. He had a couple catches last week. Uh, I think he's going to be gone. And I, I think you're right. Like, I think that's a, he's older. He's at that age cliff that they talk about with wide receivers. Where is he going to go? That's really going to help his value out. And will teams really want to pay him? Like he wants to get paid. And I think teams are going to see what Kenny Galladay did and, and, and they say what Galladay did, excuse me, and see like, Hey, they paid him and look at how many games he's played this year. He's injured. He's not the same explosiveness. And why would you pay a wide receiver like Allen Robinson when you could go get wide receivers in this draft? And there's guys that pop up every year at that position. That's it's kind of like if you're not to me personally, if you're not going to get a top 12 guy, don't pay the money for it. It's running right. backs too. Like if you're not going to get that top guy, why waste the money? Just go fill your roster. I mean, you got to do better than what the Lions are doing. Like Khalif Raymond should not be running around there. <laughs> like Agnew from the Chargers. Like don't do that, but go out there and get some talent. And I don't know if you really want to spend up for him. I don't think he's going to get the deal that he thinks. I think that it's going to have to be a lower level deal, maybe a one-year prove-it deal again, but he doesn't want that. He wants probably like a three-year. I'm assuming he wants a three-year somewhere around that 40 million, something in there. Will he get it? I don't know. I, I have him on a few rosters because I really like Allen. He, he's untradeable right now because the value is just so low. You can't get a first for him uh, unless you trade it to a fantasy pros guy. We won't talk about that. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. I don't, where does he go? You know, Washington? Uh, I don't know. McLaren is there. Those other guys are there. Like, what? where's the market for Allen Robinson right now? I saw someone say the Steelers. 
if Juju left, if was Claypool the right guy, Deontay's being there, I think that's a that's a weird fit too, especially with their offensive line needs and the defensive line needs. So I don't know. I don't know where they go with Allen Robinson. I like Allen, but he is a he is a dangerous asset right now. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, he's very volatile. I think I, you can't move him right now because um, he's older. So you know, if if you had him at that age, you were probably looking to compete. And at this point, you know, he's just hanging out on your bench, um, you know, and, and, old, you know, teams who are rebuilding aren't going to trade for him. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I'm going to switch it on you real quick. What, what do you think about our boy Juju? Are you a Juju guy or no? I am a Juju guy. I okay. like Juju um, not only because I think he's a great person. Um, you know, I, I just I like all the stories that come out around uh, about him. But okay. I think he is I, I think he's very talented. You know, he, we saw what he could do. Uh, what's that three years ago now at this point, I think um, three or four, but he's kind of had a bad shake of it the past couple of years. He got injured for a little bit there. He's had the shell of Ben Roethlisberger throwing him the ball. He's only 25. I know, you know, he's, and, and I'm pretty sure when I was checking the ages, it's like 24.9. So mm -hmm. I was, so I rounded up on that one, but you know, he's only 25 and I think he's got a lot left in the tank. I think he can, you know, maybe he doesn't have that ceiling that we quite thought he did in that huge year, but I still still think he has back end wide receiver one ceiling. Ooh, back end wide receiver one, man, that's a hot take from uh, our guy calling on that one. <laughs> I I think he's a wide receiver too. I, I think that's kind of where I have him at his ceiling, to be honest. Like I don't, I'm not. I'm not trying to argue with you. I just, it just depends. You are trying to argue with me. Well, I just, I just, just calm, calm down. And I'm a truther. I'm a, I'm a juju truther. Cause I've always believed in his talent too, <laughs> but something happened this last two years. He, he doesn't have the separation. He does not, he does not create that separation. Maybe it's a little bit of the offense. I know big Ben's arm was trash. And I know last year, I mean, there are things that I think the fit too, like he really should be a slot guy in my opinion. Yes. Claypool being in there definitely hurt that fit a little bit. Um, McLeod was getting a little bit of run in those areas too. Like, so I do think that his, where was that at? I, I don't see that under, under Canada and all that stuff. Now USC where he was at, like he, he made Darnold look very good. I don't think people realize he played with Darnold. He made Darnold look very good. So it, can he go somewhere? I think the worst thing Juju did was he didn't go to the chiefs. Yep. He should have went to the chiefs, right? Yeah. Yeah. The chiefs, I think, uh, Arizona would also be a really good landing spot for him there. Oh, I mean, they could kind of open that. It's just like a wide open offense there. They got Hopkins on the outside to draw a lot of that attention. Christian Kirk is going to be gone. You they they bring of, back? You don't think they bring Kirk back? They might. I, I mean, I think Kirk probably would want to test the waters and, and go somewhere where he's got a shot to maybe be, you know, get paid a little bit here. You know, how many chances does he have to get paid? I don't know if they're going to pay up for a wide receiver when they just took Rondale Moore last year. So I think Juju is a pipe dream to Arizona. I also don't think they bring Kirk back either. Kirk's wide receiver 24 right now this year. He's had a very solid season. Uh, and I think that's good because he was being left for dead, right? Like yeah. out there. And uh, he does. He's done well in that offense. I don't know. They remember, I, I believe they drafted him. Like mm -hmm. they might have that love for Kirk. I don't know. Yeah, but you're right. If he's going to get a high contract, I don't think they're going to kind of yeah. do that. That's an interesting spot for Juju. I haven't thought about Arizona for Juju. I actually like that. Look at you. You you got some good <laughs> ideas. Like I, I actually do. I agree. I think that could be good for him. He's got to go somewhere where that he's not the wide receiver one, right? But where he can fit in that slot. I think that's the key. He's got to get back into his, his slot. 
Right. And he's a West Coast guy, too. Yeah. I think both of the L.A. teams have a guy who would fill that role. Uh, so at that point, you know, where are you looking? Maybe uh, don't go to the Raiders, please. I don't know what's <laughs> going on out there. Um, Arizona's out that way. So but I don't know if they pay up. That's the big question is, are they going to pay up for a wide receiver? Yeah. Um, the other name here that really intrigues me is, is a free agent and somebody that maybe people didn't necessarily realize was going to be a free agent. It's Cortland Sutton. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's flashed at times then he got hurt early last year. Um, he's been back this year. You know, he's doesn't really fit quite well with, with Teddy. So, you know, he's, he's flashed at times. I think Judy is a better fit there. So I think Cortland Sutton's going to struggle a bit down the stretch mm-hmm. here. I think he needs to go somewhere else. Uh, that's just a difference. Who knows what's going to happen in Denver, like we were saying earlier. But I think he is a guy that's very intriguing here. Are there any landing spots here you're thinking for, for Cortland Sutton that would see a skyrocket in value? I hope he goes somewhere, right? Uh, I, I think that he just needs to go to a good quarterback. He has not played with a good quarterback his entire career. And I think with the new Judy, Allen Robinson. <laughs> yeah, right. And I think with Judy being there, he definitely takes those targets away. Uh, the new coaching staff, I, I, I don't know if he'd come back. I don't know if he'd get franchised either because it's a high price for a franchise. So yeah. if, if, they, if he does come back, I'd be very shocked. As far as like a fit goes, man, I don't know where he would go. I, I would assume that he wants to go probably – where he can go get paid. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's kind of like, okay, is he going to go get paid there and stuff? And I was looking at kind of, what about, you know, what about the Colts? They need a receiver too. Um, With Pittman and him? Yeah. And then they could get, you know, Paris or one of those guys, one of those slot guys that kind of pop up. I mean, the Colts would be an interesting, they need a receiver badly. Uh, and he could fit in as kind of like 1A to 1B, the Pittman on the outside. And I've always thought like, hey, and that would help Wentz out, especially in that offense. So I think that maybe the Colts could be in a running for a wide receiver. I felt like they've – and Hilton's going to be gone. He's yeah. he's He's been done. Yeah, another guy who's going to be a free agent, T.Y. Hilton, age of 32. I think he's kind of dust <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think I have him hanging around on any rosters. I sold him while a while ago. Uh, so, yeah, I think – the Colts are definitely an interesting landing spot for him there because uh, they, they have two guys on the outside, but Paris can't and Mike and Mike Williams, uh, but Pascal is going to be a free agent or Mike Pittman. I'm sorry, um, but Pascal is going to be a free agent. Like we talked about Paris Campbell really has not been able to stay healthy, but either way, I don't think Paris Campbell would prevent a team from signing a wide receiver if they if they need one no (laughs) no i I can't see that there is one guy on this list who i think is a wide receiver too and that's michael gallup and i know i'm a cowboys fan as we mentioned he's talented man and he he is and the cowboys aren't bringing him back especially after cedric has done what he's done they're not going to pay gallup so i think gallup gallup realistically could be a legitimate option wherever you i mean the lions need a wide receiver the shoot when you're looking going through the list the browns could maybe kick that tire a little bit and you just kind of go i mean i i would actually i would love for him to go to the chiefs because i think that he's he's an over-the-top guy but he's also technical enough to kind of play on the inside slot they can move tyreek hill around him a lot and he could be a realistic wide receiver too with kelsey kind of declining a little bit i think kelsey's declining a little bit and i don't think people are noticing it as much but i don't know if he's going to be the clear-cut guy i think gallup would fit in that offense incredibly like i think that's a great that'd be a great pickup by them yeah i think he would complement hill and kelsey really well his skill set and we've seen 
you know, in the Super Bowl last year. We're seeing it a bit this year too. They just they can't move the ball when when a team takes away Kelsey and Hill. They just don't have anybody else who can step up, move and help them move the ball down the field. I mean, see doing it a little bit there, but then he got hurt. So I think they need to go out and get a wide receiver. And I think Gallup would be a great pick there. He was a guy that I highlighted two or three weeks ago at this point mm-hmm. uh, as a guy that I would be looking to target uh, if I'm rebuilding. So I love that call. No, no, I, I, I like, God, I love Gallup. And I just, I just have seen what he's been able to do for our team and he's going to elevate our team. You're going to watch right now. Right now would be a good time to go get him in dynasty, to yep. be honest with you. Like right now is like, he's a good rebuilding target. Like you just mentioned, because his prize is zero. Uh, I got him for a, I think I got him for a 2020 second at the beginning of the season. So if you think about what he is now, like you realistically could probably go grab him for something. And it was just a 2022nd, and that was before in this offense. Like it's it's pretty incredible what he's going for. I think I did just see him go from Antonio Brown in the league. So okay. if you can move Antonio and you're kind of like on that tweener, like, hey, maybe I want to reveal. But honestly, it's, I don't think it's a hot take to say that like they Gallup could outscore Antonio Brown a couple games the rest of the season. Like that offense is pretty similar to the receivers yeah. they have around there. I know Godwin's a little banged up right now, but Gallup realistically could have some games this year that help you win your fantasy league. Yeah. If he's getting healthy down the stretch here. Yeah. I, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, they do have Cooper, they do have uh, CD lamb, but this is an explosive offense. And I don't, every year there seems to be one offense that can support like three wide receivers. I think the Cowboys could be one of that offenses. I mean, maybe he's not a consistent week-to-week option, but he'll have some big weeks down the stretch. Uh, Running backs here are a little bit thinner. Uh, We have some intriguing names that could be moving, but nobody that really – no big name. Uh, Melvin Gordon, David Johnson, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, Marlon Mack, uh, Cordero Patterson, Rashad Penny, Sony Michelle, James Conner, Chase Edmonds, Damian Williams, Le'Veon Bell, Jeremy McNichols, and Philip Lindsay. Uh, all all options there. Like I said, no big name, but a lot of like smaller, intriguing names. Those are gross, Colin. Uh, <laughs> those they, I don't I don't know about you, but I don't. There's nothing that like moves the needle for me on that. I, okay, actually, let me tell you, Ronald Jones. Can I? Okay. Can I like? I don't think Ronald's as bad as everybody else thinks that he is. I think that the Bucks just don't use him. We see what mm-hmm. they've done with Fournette. We've seen kind of that 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 the uses that he's gotten there. Ronald's going to find a role somewhere. Like I think that he could, if he could realistically go to one of these teams and they kind of maybe it might be a committee thing, but he could score touchdowns. Like out of everybody on this list. Like, I cannot believe you put Le'Veon Bell on this list. Uh, after everybody on this list, just looking at it, I, 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 it's got to be Ronald based on age and I think talent. And he doesn't have a ton of carries under his belt because this year he's been basically non-existent. Uh, that would be the guy that I realistically think that if he finds his role somewhere that we could be talking about, like, hey, being a running back three. I'm not saying, like, he's going to do anything else. But he could score touchdowns, be a filler, and he's consistently stayed healthy. He was a hell of a running back at USC. I think people forget mm-hmm. about that. And he had a good couple years here. I mean, he's not that bad. I think what happens in the community as a whole, I try to stay out of it, group is that think. there's group think and there's take locks. And then you get guys that get like, super pissed about things. I think Ronald's kind of been in the middle of that, you know, yep. and, like, especially with, like, the ball blast people and stuff like that. Like, they get mad, and it just elevates them. And I think that's wrong to say. I think Ronald can be okay. Uh, he's never going to be a receiver. 
I don't think he's going to have that. I think he has some tendencies where he has that. I don't think in PPR you're going to really have a high, high upside there, but I think he could be a fine runner somewhere. Yeah. He was, he was the name I was looking at as intriguing. Uh, yeah. Marlon Mack is a guy who's kind of intriguing here as a guy who's coming back off of that injury. Uh, they had Jonathan Taylor there. Uh, you know, I don't think he realistically stood a shot at getting much work here this year. Jonathan Taylor is the guy there. Jonathan Taylor is a very good running back, possibly, probably the RB one in dynasty. I mean, he's top three. Uh, I think if you're rebuilding, he's the running back that I would probably want to rebuild around the most him or swift. Um, so I think he could go somewhere, get some work. I, th- I think he'll have a he'll have a market because he's a guy we, we heard some rumors about floated around at the deadline here, but the Colts hung on to him. And then the other name that that stood out to me here was uh, was Chase Edmonds. Um, you know, he's he's a guy we know what he is at this point. He's a receiving back, but I think he could be a PPR asset depending on where he goes. He's a third down guy. He could catch a lot of passes. I, I think he's a Depending on where he goes, he could be an intriguing PPR back end mm. RB two three ish. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I just <laughs> to me these guys are like, you know, to me every one of these guys on on this list are just fading assets, right? And like that's yeah. how volatile the running back position is, and that's why I really, I've really gone away from like building my teams through running backs. I have one Debbie team that I started a lot, like I think it was four years ago where I have Connor and Zeke on it still. And I went heavy running back and I've been borderline kind of middle of the tier. I've been trying to make trades and doing some stuff. I missed out on some guys Uh, in that same league. I have like, I have Ridley Jefferson and CD on it, but unfortunately, you know, Ridley decided he wasn't going to play this year, which, Hey, I'm happy he's going to get his help, but that really hurt obviously fantasy leagues, but I I stay away from, I think platoon running back is the, is the way to build. And I, I really like this year, what I did in a lot of my startups is I got, I got swift. And then I just built my wide receivers. And that's kind of how I did it because just look at that list. I mean, these guys, remember Melvin Gordon like three years ago? He was going two years ago. He was going to what, second round? Yeah. In Dynasty Leagues. Uh, Freaking David Johnson. Remember David Johnson? He's been, I feel like, overdrafted for the last five years. Like these guys, it is incredible. Just like even Ronald Jones, Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack was supposed to take over JT's job. Do you remember? I'm old enough to remember that. Like, and it's crazy how fast it switches. Like, I, you know, I like Edmonds from his PPR perspective, but I mean, freaking Rashad Penny, what are we doing, Rashad? You haven't been healthy and like, you haven't been healthy for a year. Like, I like Philip. I love Philip Lindsay, but he's not. Too. He's just not. He he can't do it anymore. Yeah, that one hurts. Uh, he was a guy that I tar- I was targeting this off season uh, as he was leaving Denver, and then I liked when he went to Houston. I was like, this. There's no other running back there. They have the ghost of David Johnson. They brought in Mark Ingram, but he's another guy who was old. I really thought Philip Lindsay could have done something this year, but if he didn't do it this year, I think he's just always destined to be a committee guy. Now um, they had those two two great years, and, and we'll always remember him. But you know, let's pour one out for him for Philip. We're gonna Lindsay. pour one out for Phil. I like Philip. You're always gonna be in my heart. I traded a 2022 or a 2021 second for you last year, trying to win down a stretch. So I believed in you. You let me down though, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm just saying like, I still believe. Uh, I think the tight end position is actually pretty interesting here. Yeah. Um, more interesting than the running back one. I, you know, it is, it is. I like tight ends. I'm a tight end guy. I, I love tight end position and in, in, in college and in, in NFL. There's, there's a lot of guys on this list that are post hype guys on here. The first three, David Njoku, OJ Howard, Evan Ingram, guys that we, first round picks 
uh, you know, they went early in, in um, dynasty rookie drafts. You know, you saw them going in the back half of the first round sometimes, especially in tight end premiums. Yeah. Really, none of them have lived up to, to the billing there. Uh, we got Mike Gesicki, Dallas Goddard, Dalton Schultz, Ian Thomas, Chris Herndon, Rob Gronkowski, Zach Ertz, Jimmy Graham, Gerald Everett, Jared Cook, Robert Tunyon, Mo Ali Cox, Hayden Hurst. Uh, all, all free agent options here. Um, like I said, I, you know, definitely some intriguing guys here. Who, who jumps out to you first? Well, I think David Njoku uh, actually jumps out to me the most. I I think Njoku has been talented, right? Like, I think that he has, I think even this year you've seen that. I think that the Browns should keep him. Like, realistically, I think the Browns should figure out a way to get out of Hooper's contract and just t- keep David Njoku because I think yep. he's the more athletic guy. If you want to tight end, you should have an athletic guy like him, and he's gotten better as a blocker. I think he really didn't wasn't very good at Miami with that, and no. he kind of improved there. Uh He's had games. I mean, I obviously had that big 20 point game or 20 over 20 point game against in week five against the Chargers. But, you know, he's been consistent. I think if he could actually like get on the field more and get more targets, if Hooper wasn't there, I think that he's an intriguing option. I actually wanted Njoku last year to go to the Cardinals. I was yep. I was dying for the Cardinals to get him because I think that he would have been a better option. Even this year over, I like Ertz, but, you know, Ertz is pretty limited at, athletically now. But he's the name that probably pops out to me that, the biggest uh, out of all these guys, I like Dallas Goddard, but I think he's limited athletically. I like my tight ends to be athletic, and and yep. I don't see that with a lot of dudes on this list. Uh, to me, it's really it's Najoku, which which I, I can't go down to herd and train again either. I, I I can't do it. It hurts. Yeah, I I was on I was on Herndon for for a while too. That one. Uh, that was definitely a miss. Uh, I, I'm with you as far as the athleticism and tight ends. I like uh, I like converted wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, those are my favorite types of tight ends, but you know, they have the hands, they have the athleticism typically. Um, and Joku was a guy that I have in a lot of different places. I uh, actually, in, in my one league, I traded Dalton Schultz for a second just because David and Joku was on the waiver wire and I didn't have any other roster spots and I wanted to pick up David and Joku. So, uh, and I'm not competing. So, you know, I've, I've thought a second for Dalton Schultz was pretty good. Do you think yeah. the Cowboys bring Schultz back? With Jar, yeah. they have Jarwin there still, right? Yeah, they have Jarwin, but he's been injured. I think they bring Schultz back. I, I don't, I don't think that they're gonna let him walk. I think that okay. they will. I mean, I think Schultz will take a pretty team friendly deal. He's a pretty good guy in terms of like he wants to be with Dallas, from what I heard. And if they let Gallup walk, they're gonna have a little extra cash probably because they got Cedric Wilson still on the roster. So I don't see them not. And you know what, Schultz is a very good um, run blocker. So when you're looking at what he does for that team all together, I think that they will. They'll bring him back like on a two-year deal, if I had to guess. Uh, and and I think that's I think a second's fine for Schultz. I mean, it might be a little pricey depending on what he. I think the biggest thing with Schultz is if he does stay, will he get the targets within that offense? And we saw at the beginning of the year, but we've seen it kind of dip lately. And I don't know what the case may be. The offense has not been clicking as much. Uh, but I think realistically, Cooper could be gone after next year or the following year. So now you're looking at maybe the second year of that contract. He could get some more targets. And so I think he's a good play dynasty wise. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I, he's, he's definitely one of the more intriguing names on this list here as well. And then uh, other big name, Mike Kosicki having a big year this yeah. year. Uh, he was the tight end four last time I looked, which I think was like two weeks ago. He's, he's probably still a top five tight end. Um, you know, he's having a renaissance here this year. I think he goes somewhere. I think he gets paid because they drafted Hunter Long. 
So they kind of have a ready-made mm-hmm. guy there. I don't think they bring him back. Uh, they don't think they bring Gasicki back. Uh, is is Gasicki a guy that you're interested in here in in looking at to acquire? I hate Gasicki. Yeah. I, I you I know you just mentioned all the good stuff about him, but I I think he's a product of them not having very much talent on that roster, especially the last two years, and like especially from like a, like hey Devontae Parker is not. Okay, I love. He's not those guys, and Fuller's been injured. And then you had, you know, I love Waddle. He was my wide receiver too. So like, I'm a big fan of Waddle. But he's basically been it. And then Gasecki's there. I think that offense has been in flux. The running game wasn't there. If they had a running game and they had a, a more of a receiving back, I think that hurts him. I actually think he's actually one of my guys that I'm selling. Uh, I'm going to be doing a video here pretty soon uh, for this real play stuff, and I'm going to do like sells. I, I actually don't hate trying to sell him right now because I think that it is up in the air where he goes, and I think he's very limited. I don't see him being a top, a top five guy, a top seven guy. Uh, but you know, it kind of depends on. I, it, it, he's a second round pick right now type of guy. But I did see him in a tight end premium go for Travis Etienne. Oh, if you can get Travis Etienne right now <laughs> in a tight end premium for Mike Gesicki, I, I I don't know how you don't do that. Expect I know he's got the limb press injury and all that stuff, but in my opinion, like go good at the running back. You could replace the tight end with something else. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think there's the difference makers at tight ends. There's the Kelsey's Wallers. I still put Kittle on that list. Pitts, yes. Hawkinson's right there too. Um, Pat Fryer. Fan, right. Guy. Come on. Fan. Fran, give me fan. Give me some. Don't was, well, Pat Fryer. Who am I talking to right now? Austin or Colin? Who is this? <laughs> hey, I was on Pat Fryer oh. before Austin was. Pat Fryer okay. is the Penn State guy. I've been on him for a while. Oh, okay. Um, I, I love Pat Fryer. I have him in a lot of places. I, I think he was, he's one of the best tight ends to come out in a while. And it, he just got overshadowed by Pitts. But, uh, I know you're. Uh, I know you're looking to sell Pat Fryermuth right now. I saw that tweet. <laughs> I saw that. I was just messing around. <laughs> I. I was just. I don't even have Pat Fryermuth. I don't think in any leagues. Uh, I. 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 I was just saying, like, if you could get talent, if you could do yeah. that, I was really just doing that to piss off Austin because uh, I yeah. know that he likes him and he was slobbering all over him. So I said, hey, you know what? Why don't I just tweet this really quick and subtweet subtweet him? Really yeah, quick. he was. He was. I saw him. He quote tweeted something that he said to give himself a little pat on the back. I I, I saw that. He does. He get he gives himself a lot of pat on the back. So I, I got to give him credit for that. Yeah, I'm surprised he doesn't have a shoulder injury from that, but. <laughs> Um, anyway, what I was saying with Gasicki is I don't think he's in that group. I would put Fant in there as well. Um, okay. I don't think Gasicki's in that group. I think he's in that next tier down. But the thing I like about Gasicki is his re- pass catching ability. He's not yeah. really a blocker. And I don't think that the team that would sign him is going to ask him to do that too much. Depends on where he goes. But if you're smart, I probably wouldn't ask him to do that. He's a great seam stretching tight end. So I think his pass catching ability gives him uh, a leg up on a lot of these other names on this list. That's fair. I mean, I just looked at, I want to pull my rankings real quick. I have Kelsey, I have Waller, or excuse me, I have Kelsey Pitts. Kelsey though, okay. to me is like, I feel like you have to just put him at one based on respect. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, he's <laughs> Pitts is right there. I mean, Pitts is going to take over that spot if he hasn't already. Waller, Kittle, I think are still my top four. I still have Mark Andrews and in Hawkinson. Andrews. I have Fant in there. So I have Andrews, Hawkinson, Fant. And then that's really a tier to itself, I believe. Like Dallas Goddard is there. And then I have, you know, you know Pat's going to be in there. 
But after that, I mean, oh, oh, Gusecki's Pat's right going to be there. in there now. He's in there. I was, you know, he's in the top twelve. He's got to be in there. But he's <laughs> those guys are in my tier three. Like I think it's clearly like Andrews, Hawkinson, and Fant are in my tier two. And then on the outside of that, does it really matter after the top eight guys? I don't. No. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if it matters very much. No, I, I don't. I don't really think it does either. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think these are a lot. There are a lot of intriguing names here on this list. Um, we, you know, we covered a lot of names here. Uh, you know, we, we talked a little bit about some of the cap situation, but I'll, I'll just touch on it. The teams with the most projected cap space for 2022, Denver Broncos with 80 million, LA Chargers, 78.7 million, Miami Dolphins, 77.3 million, Washington football team, 62.6 and Cincy 61.2 million, all teams that are probably going to be players in free agency here. Uh, out of those five teams, out of the players we listed, any marriages that you love or, or you just kind of kind of wait and see approach here? I mean, the only one I thought, you know, I thought I had a good idea with uh, Devontae uh, going to the, to Chargers. the Chargers. I like that deal. Washington is going to be an interesting spot. I mean, they're a quarterback away, in my opinion. Like, they need a quarterback on that roster, but there's nothing in free agency they're going to get. And they're so I, I do think they're going to look at it from that perspective there. So, you know, there's their since he's again, since he's offense is amazing, it's the defense is where they're going to fill it there. So, like, I think that Denver can move some money around and kind of add some guys, but I think the Chargers can be very, very active on that wide receiver market. They already have Eckler, who's going to be a stud next year. They really need to get kind of another wide receiver in there. They've got to go attack these guys. And then Njoku going somewhere. I'm not sure what my my favorite spot is for Njoku. Uh, if I would like him, obviously, like I said, go to the Browns. But realistically, he could go somewhere else. And I'm like, wow, like imagine with the Bills. I mean, I know Dawson yeah. Knox is okay. But what if you just put Njoku with that athletic ability in that offense and what they're trying to do there? That could look good. Uh, you could you could realistically see him there. I know people are all, all about Cole Komet. And he's looked okay. Bears, I mean, get an athletic guy in that area too. The Colts need a tight end. I mean, I love Kylan Granson. Uh, he's one of the guys I, I want to stash in my teams because I do like him, and he's learning how to play the position right now. But imagine if you put him on that, that roster. So I do think there's some areas for him to go. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I think – the only uh, team that I, I listed there that we didn't highlight, the Miami Dolphins, I think they're going to be players in the wide receiver market as well. They yeah. have Waddle. Uh, I like Waddle a lot. Waddle was my wide receiver one. Um, I had him over Chase. Uh, it was very, very close. I had him over Chase. I have since flipped him. Chase's, you know, Chase has been phenomenal this year. Um, but they have Waddle. And then Fuller's a free agent, but he's always banged up. Devontae Parker, really not the guy. Preston Williams, you know, I think he's a free agent too. They're going to be losing Gasecki. They're going to need other pass-catching options. Yeah. Um, so I think they're going to be pretty active on the on the wide receiver market. And I like Tua still. Um, Me too. You know, I I heard you talking on, on, on Super Fantasy Bros the other day yesterday and saying that you like Tua too. So I, I that makes me feel better uh, when somebody smart like yourself – is not off of Tua um, at this point. It's it's still kind of wait and see, but I think Tua can be a competent NFL quarterback. He's probably not going to be a true difference maker at the at the position, but I think he can lead teams. You know, I think he's going to be a, a mainstay at the position, uh, and I think he can support fantasy wide receivers. 
you, me too. I, what, how can you hate on Tua? You know what I mean? Like how I, 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 the guy is good. He, he realistically had one of the worst hip injuries that you've seen. They haven't done a good job building around him. That, right. that staff has not given him full confidence. Like if they give him some more weapons, I, I'm okay with that. They need a running back. I like yes. Miles Gaskin, but let's be honest. Like they need a running back there. Uh, they need to build around him a little bit better, but I worry. I mean, they, they don't have their first round pick next year. So where's that talent going to come from? So you're right. I mean, you, they realistically need to go attack that free agents market and stop giving Will Fuller contracts. Can we please <laughs> stop doing that? People stop giving Will Fuller contracts. I mean, that's just wasted money. They just waste what I think is a $10 million deal. You yeah. just threw 10 million out of a guy that can't stay healthy. And now what do you got with that? You know, what do you see from that? So stop giving freaking, I wish I could be Will Fuller in my life. Just give me a, I'm going to go take some steroids and then, uh, you know, allegedly, and then I'm going to go get a $10 million <laughs> contract and not play. That, that'd be a hell of a deal. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's hard to beat it, you know? Yeah. Um, all right. I think that is really going to do it here for us tonight. Uh, thank you, Kevin, for stopping by. Yeah. So you're, I, I've been wanting to get you on the show here for a while. It's, it's just hard to kick Austin out sometimes, you know, he's, he's, he's been around for a while. Yeah. Um, Yes. You know, he's, he's my brother's friend. It's, I have to be nice to him. Um, but I, I'm really glad for like, glad that you came on here uh, at Du Bois underscore 22. Um, you know, tell the people where they can find all your stuff. I, I highlighted it earlier, but it was, it was a long list. Yeah, it's a long list. Uh, you know, one of the shows I'm very um, proud of is the Debbie Royale uh, that I do with Christian and uh, Christian Williams and, and Jeff Bell. We do Debbie, uh, pretty much every Debbie thing. Uh, we talk about a lot of stuff on there, uh, betting. We have some fun. We play some games. Uh, you can find us at 930 Eastern on Twitter and then at, at the Debbie Royale podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts at. And other than that, obviously, find my work at Fantasy Pros. Uh, I do a little bit of Dynasty, a little Debbie stuff on there. Uh, and you know, follow me on Twitter. And as always, as long as you're respectful on Twitter and you're not a, you're not a douche, I will follow you back. And I will also <laughs> talk to you at all times, but I will say I've been muting and blocking more people in the last two weeks than I've ever had before. But I think it's just because that check Mark uh, makes me a target now. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Uh, Mr. Blue check Mark over <laughs> here. Um, thank you for gracing my show, sir. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> no, but I I'm with you there. I, I put out that tweet. Um, the other day and you know I'm, I'm all about following back i'm all about making connections but you know i put that disclaimer at the end yeah. you, you have to be respectful about it you know I, i've muted some people as well um you know but you are not you are not one of them well, that's good i appreciate that <laughs> uh, somehow austin's not either yet <laughs> it is what it is um all right i think that's going to do it for us here tonight just everybody be sure to tune in saturday morning for the tailgate um, we come to you live at 10 a.m. First hour is, you know, fantasy news, um, start sits. Uh, we pick some games. Second hour is all DFS and betting. Uh, Saturday night after the primetime game, we'll be coming to you with Coast to Coast, uh, probably around 11, 1130 ish, depending on when that game wraps up. That's all at the Campus 2 Canton YouTube channel. Um, also, check out the uh, C2C family of pods. We have the Debbie debate. Why wait till Sunday? The fantasy roundtable, uh, three and out, and we have guts and data. Uh, but that is it for us tonight, Kevin. Thank you again so much. I really appreciate you coming on, man. Hey, man, I appreciate you having me. All right, and have a good one.